welcome to the Gritty Men podcast. Uh, so glad that you've taken time to tune in with us here today. Um, I've got an exciting guest for us here. This is one of my good friends. This is Mr. Cy Ashley. So, Cy, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me. I'm glad to be here. Absolutely. <laughs> We're going to have a great time today. But, guys, just to let you know, um, we at the Gritty Men podcast, we exist to call, disciple, encourage, and inspire men to fight the good fight, to keep the faith, and to finish the race. All of this is for God's men living God's way for God's glory. So Amen. today we're going to continue on kind of in the same vein that we were in previously, and that is going to be talking about grit. And we learned that grit simply means firmness of mind or spirit, unyielding courage in the face of hardship or adversity. And so today we're going to look at more at what the Bible says and just learn from practical experience, even in size life, um, just some examples in his own personal life, uh, an application to those things about adversity. We all know that we face adversity in life, and if we're going to be a Christian man today, with the culture that we live in, Cy, we know that we are going against the, the common current of the culture. Absolutely. And so we're standing against adversity every day of our life. And yep. so the word grit really is not in Scripture, but a word that means the same thing, which is endurance, is a very important aspect we read about in Scripture all the time. Yes. And uh, Cy, tell us a little bit about yourself, who you are, and uh, just whatever you want to talk about today about your own life. And we're going to just talk about endurance and how you've used endurance in, in the midst of adversity in your own life uh, and how God has used that to help you become what you are today, but also the importance of, a, of, of, of endurance in completing the task and finishing what it is that we start out to finish. I mean, I hear a lot of guys say, hey... You know, it's not so much how you start that matters, it's how you finish. But the truth is, how we start does have an effect. Sure. <laughs> not sure. only on how we live, but how we finish. Absolutely it does. I mean, that's going to that's gonna be one of those uh, major foundations for, for how you perceive and how you take things from that point forward. Absolutely. So, so tell us in the audience a little bit about yourself. Uh, well, first and foremost, I am a Christian and a uh, faithful follower of Jesus Christ. I'm a father to three wonderful boys and a husband to a very awesome, very tolerant woman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I'm a, a veteran of the United States Army Airborne uh, uh, Iraq, uh, op, uh, Iraqi Operation uh, Freedom um, veteran, and I have worked most of my life in some kind of construction, um, oil field, uh, work, uh, things of that nature. Um, and I enjoy the outdoors. I like to hunt. I like to fish. Mm. You know this. Oh yeah. <laughs> yes. I um, love this stuff. Uh, I love to bow hunt. I love to, I love to, uh, spend time most recently in, uh, in our Bible studies at church. Um, and, uh, in the Word of God, yeah. it has it has gotten become one of my most favorite things and fo favorite times of the of the day is that first first thing in the morning kickstart my day. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, other than that, uh, you know, I I, uh, I don't know I, I I don't know where where to go from here. <laughs> well, tell us a little bit about, for example, I know that um, you know you were in Operation uh, Desert Storm Freedom, Operation Freedom, Iraqi Freedom, Iraqi Freedom, yep. um, and we've talked about this mm -hmm. just just amongst ourselves as brothers. Yep. You know um, the need for um, 
for grit as men, especially within the church mm-hmm. and in the culture that we live in, um, the countercultural way in which we live as Christian men today, and how really we have a need of this in, in the church, in the body of Christ. Yes. And so, you know, even just in just passing through some of our text messages, even I think it was yesterday or even today, we're talking about, um, you know, just perseverance about, you know, putting one foot in front of the other, even when you don't know what to do. Yes. You go back to your training, you go back to, okay, this is what I know I, I, ha- I do, so yep. I just do it. Yes. And that kind of helps us move forward. And so speaking of that adversity, endurance, and how all that has produced uh, grit in your life to help you finish the task, I know in the military, this has to be something that they develop within the men that are that are a part of this, of the military. It is. Um, I mean, it's... And and it and it's funny because you can you can relate that or I can relate that to to even the things that I see in today's world in the sense that um, where you you're 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 trained for a reason mm-hmm. and even even some at the time sometimes you you you're questioning like what what is the point of this why why are we going through this and and the reason is because you find times. Um, where you have been pushed and like you and I were talking the other day you you get to that point of where you just you just hit this wall and you know you're taught that the mind is going to quit long before the body does um and when you when you get to that point and you're you're you don't know where to go you don't know what to do you fall back on the very basic concepts of those of that training. And when I, when I say the very basic forms, it's, it's just don't quit. Just pick the foot up, put it down, mm, very pick basic. this foot up, yeah. very basic. And, 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 and what, what you're doing is you're, 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 you're breaking that down into its, its smallest, smallest, um, element. Mm. And, and you have to rely on that because when you're in those, when you're in those moments, um, faith in your faith in your training faith in your your uh what you've been taught is ultimately what's going to help get you you through that yeah and and uh i I just i think it in the same sense it's it's what we see in our in our our christian lives Mm. um you know there there are going to be times in in your life um combat um as uh as soldiers, um, you're you're going to be put in situations, and the only thing that's going to run through your mind are those. You're going to fall back on those those simple things that you've gone over and over and over. And if you don't go over those things and you don't train, that lack of training is is it's going to show up, and then it's going to cost you dearly. Yeah. Just basic disciplines, even. Oh, so, di- discipline's the, a big part of it because, right. again, there are so many guys that go through the same training, mm-hmm. but they they don't get the same thing out of it as. And why do you think that is, Sai? Why do you think that some guys get so much out of uh, a specific training, and there's maybe a, a group of a hundred, but not all of them get out of it the same thing? Do you think it's the element of what they put in it, or, or what? What do you think in your mind from what you've seen and experienced? In that environment, mm-hmm. why is it that there's some that that seem to get so much more from the same exact 
not only training, investment of time, you know, everything, all of that. I think there's a, a few different factors that play into that, honestly. Um, and, and, and people's own experiences and their, their individual personalities are going to play into that because if you, if you have a guy that comes in into the training and they're in shape and they don't really see the point and they, and, and you see this kind of stuff all the time, um, you know, they're going to, they're going to run you through comms. They're going to teach you the operations of the radio and the guy's going to look, I'm, well, I'm not a comms guy. So what does it matter? Yeah. Well, right. it, it does matter if the comms guy isn't around. Right. If he's, if he happens to, sure. for God forbid, something happens, something to, him. happens yeah. to him and, and you got to pick up the piece here. Absolutely. Absolutely. Wow. Um, you know, and then, and then you've got, you've got those, those guys that come in and will hang on to every single word because they, they don't, I mean, out, out of absolute, of fear of not knowing, um, having never been in any kind of situations, they're going to hang on to every other word. And, and you're going to have guys that um, are just of the mindset of this is what's being explained. I don't totally understand it, but it, it's got to be time tested and proven. Mm -hmm. We wouldn't be wasting our time. Right. These guys know what I'm, I'm, what I need to know they've been around the guys before them have been around. So they're implementing this for a reason. I need to pay attention. And I, you know, and it's the same thing before, before my son went into the army and I, and I told him the same thing. I said, man, you know, please, please, please pay attention to your, your uh, combat lifesaver course in your first aid, because you're going to go over a thousand different ways of, of tactfully uh, uh, moving and, and you're going to learn how to take a life. The, the thing is, you need to learn how to save a life mm. because when you're in those situations, that first aid or your buddy next to you, I mean, the two of you or the three of you, the four of you may be all you have. Mm -hmm. And you can horse around and, 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 and mess around during that training and miss a lot of things. And then when the time comes and you need to fall back on that, if you're if if you don't know it, if you haven't gone through the manual and you haven't studied what you need to study and you don't know, mm -hmm. then when it matters the most, yeah. you won't have that to fall back on. Right. Absolutely. So. Absolutely. Did you, did you get to see that play out? Let's just say, for example, in combat, did you see where that played out? Like you, you could see where men were, were, were at a point where they were like, they were at that wall or maybe they got into combat and they're like, it's happening. They don't know what to expect, but this isn't what they thought it would be. But you see some that fall right back into their training. They just move forward. They do what needs to be done. And, and you can see that regimented work of study and preparation just playing itself out in what they were doing. And then others, you see just the opposite effect. Absolutely, you do. And I can tell you this, the, size, the physical size of the man, the rank that's on his shoulders, uh, that doesn't always play a, a factor in any of that. Mm. Um, it's, you know, experience goes a long ways and the, the, the confidence in the man, um, in that training, because when you're going through it and you want to act a fool and play it down, like it's like, it's not that important and even give a guy a hard time because he's taking it serious. Mm. And, you know, you want to, oh, man, it's just, it's just training. It, you know, we're going to go over this a thousand times. Um, but then when you get in those real time situations, um, it's, it's going to be that guy that took it seriously, that, that is going to end up, you know, saving somebody's life. Right. Um, but you, but you, you do see it, you see it all the time. Um, 
the guys and and it's funny too because you when you when you're witnessing it sometimes it seems like man they've they've been through this a thousand times and the truth of the matter is they're just doing what they were trained to do they they it's not that they necessarily know what to do but they fall back on that mm-hmm. training in 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 the military they have a contingency plan for everything. Yeah. And at the time, sometimes it just doesn't make sense. But when you get into certain scenarios and you realize, well, they've run through this scenario and played it out in a multitude of different ways, mm. <laughs> this is where they come up with these con- the contingency plan for the contingency plan. Right, type and deal. they have value. Absolutely, they have value. Yeah. yeah. Now, you may not know that at the time because you've never been in the position or place That's, where that plan has to be implemented. Absolutely. But when it shows itself, you can appreciate the fact that you have that. Absolutely. Man, the number of parallels... That you can see just in what you've shared, even in our own lives, just as men and as mm-hmm. Christian men, mm-hmm. are absolutely incredible. There's so many similarities there. Yes. Number one, we are in a real battle. Yes. You know, most men, I don't know if they realize it or think it, but there is a real enemy that we face absolutely. every single moment of our life who would love to destroy us in a moment of time. If it wasn't for Christ in our life, he'd snuff us out in a heartbeat if God sure. would allow it. Sure. So we're in a real battle. We have a real enemy. And then we also have... Um, given by God here, um, if you will, this, field is, this is our field manual. This <laughs> is absolutely. our training manual, is it not? Yeah, absolutely it is. And I think you're right. There's some people that you know think, well, I don't necessarily need to take this that serious. Mm. You know, um, I mean, when am I going to need to worry about X, Y, or Z? Um, whatever it might be. And then you have others that are taking it very serious, and they're studying it, and they're learning it. And it becomes almost muscle memory, yes, in a sense, yes, because we are going to face these things. This is a reality for us as men yep. and the calling that we've been given by God in this culture of of really anti God, um, just just in just what it is, man. Sure, it is. Well, I mean, it's even even in the sense of let's take the book of Jude mm-hmm. and then take some of the training that is implemented. You know, one of the things that you learn is simply identifying the enemy absolutely yeah. you, you learn to identify the enemy you learn to identify uh you know the 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 weapons that they use their aircraft their vehicle um and and so you know in the book of jude he's he's doing the same thing mm-hmm. and there's there's a reason to that why because just like you stated it's a real battle so so. so the parallels are there that the 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 concepts are very similar sure um you know one one is a a spiritual battle and and uh, it's just, it's, it's an extremely important, extremely important battle. Absolutely. So, well, and then also, like you even mentioned too, you, you're being trained how to take a life. That's, that's one of the things you do. It's a mm-hmm. reality of what we do in war, right? Mm-hmm. But also, you're, you're, you said it was important for your son, learn how you save someone's life as well. Absolutely. You may need to learn to do that. Well, for us as Christian men, too, we don't save anyone, but we do know the gospel does. Yes. It's important that we understand the gospel message yep. in order that we can help someone come to know Christ and share that. But speaking of even like the enduring factor, like mm-hmm. say, give us, do you have a story that you could share or would share about combat where you've just had to endure in, in the midst of great adversity? Um, you just had to press through and endure. But in the midst of that, that adversity was developing something in you, um, a hardiness, a grit, if you will. And God, God uses the same things in our life. He uses adversity to develop us and to, to create in us endurance and maturity. It's part of how we grow. Mm-hmm. Is it the same way that you found in in combat? Is it similar to that where you just got to... I, I would say so. And, and as, as far as trying to sing out loud, uh, 
any one particular event, I would I would actually just draw the whole the whole thing the the long term theater itself. Um, you know, you're over there for a year, and um, you know you're 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 going to grow through experience. You're going to you're going to learn. Um, you know what what works, what doesn't work. Uh, you're going to learn real quick who are the guys that are just in the uniform and who are who are your brothers in arm. Mm-hmm. Um, the guy, absolutely, there is the guys that you can the guys that you can depend on. Um, and and um, you know you'll you eventually get to a point where you find yourself when you're when you're running a mission um, that you start to look for those guys because that's who you want with you. That's who you want watching your back. That's who you want, um, you know, being, you know, for me, we were, we were running convoy security in 03 and 04. So, you know, we were, we were gunners, uh, Mark 19 and 50 cal gunners. So the guys, we were, we were stationed in certain um, points throughout the convoy, depending on the size of the convoy and what we were doing. But, um, you know, you, you want to know, the guys that you have with you are dependable and level-headed um, and have the best interest of the mission, the best interest of, you know, the brothers and sisters that are out there doing that stuff. Um, so, you know, the, the whole the whole thing is, is endurance, and it's, you know, it, it's trial and error, and unfortunately, you know, in that situation – errors can be pretty grave, Mm -hmm. um, you know, but you, you learn, um, oddly enough, um, much like the body, the way the body of of Christ, the the church functions, you learn to depend on each other. Mm -hmm. Some people have their weaknesses, some people have their strengths. Um, so you, you, you learn to lean on each other, um, to make up the difference in those, those strengths and weaknesses and function as a, as one big, um, um, machine, you know, um, but you, you, you have to, you, you have to, um, you have to work together. Yeah. You, you, and, and, and again, you know, you're, as you go along, you're going to find, those people that are that are just there in uniform you know you saying that man just thinking through this i've been been in pastoral ministry now for almost 20 years and i don't call everyone brother right i don't either Um, i have learned over time and that's really what we're really getting at with some of this guys is the fact we don't want to be just men who wear the christian uniform that's right so to speak right we want to be brother in arms amen and we want to be men that can be counted on Mm -hmm. and um and all of these things that we've been talking about today um, do apply to our, our lives in real time, in a real way, not only for you in, in a combat situation, in a real war with real people, with real death, with, with real danger. All of those things are or the reality of that situation. Um, it, it, it's we, even today, we're, we're living in, in, in the, the reality of all of these things, and we want to be those kind of men. Absolutely. I mean, want to be guys that have endurance and grit. Well, and there's there's a there's a there's a lot on on of responsibility that 
that comes with that that we're going to answer for. Oh, man. You know, you said another thing I think is important, too, because sometimes when you talk about the word grit or masculinity or manhood or whatever it might be, you know, everybody has a picture in their own mind of what a man looks like, mm-hmm. you know, what he is. And you made a very interesting point, and we've talked in private about other things, but it's not always the guy that you look at physically that is the guy who's going to really oh, show no. up in the midst of where it needs to happen. No. In other words, when real manhood is called upon, it's not always like the guy that looks like that. Sure. It could be a guy that didn't look like yeah, it, it at it's, all. It's not always the rock. It's no. not always uh, yeah. always Dwayne Johnson <laughs> exactly. that, that's, that's, uh, that's making the difference. Um, no, it, it, is, it is funny because, um, you know, when the reality when the reality of it sets in, mm-hmm. the true reality of it, um, people people are going to react true to themselves. I mean, in an in an overwhelming, um, uh, what am I trying to say? In, in a very overwhelming way, um, they're not going to be able to help it. That facade that they that they've it's been gone. able to it's gone. It's gone. And, yeah. and I and I mean to the point where men will hide under trucks, um, curl up in the floorboard of a vehicle and cry. Um, and and not to say that not to say that some of them don't grow beyond that. Sure. Um, much much like things we experience in life, sometimes it takes a, a humbling experience. Mm. Um, you know, and and uh, that. That kind of stuff, um, and and it's funny too because the <laughs> sometimes the guys that that are picked on and ragged on during the training and for taking that stuff serious, um, and then you have these other guys that that will curl up in a ball or will hide under a truck or hide behind someone else. Um, you know, I've 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 had that personally happen to me. You know, you you think you've got somebody manning manning the other side of the vehicle. You're laying suppressed fire one way. Sorry about that. You're laying suppressive fire one way, and you think you've got, you know, uh, fire being laid down behind you, and you turn around and they're crouched down behind the Armox door and their weapons bouncing around in the seat. Yeah. And and you know so, but the thing is, is my what I was trying to get at was, when it's all said and done, it amazes me that how how little judgment is passed on those guys that that were scared genuinely scared even though they may or may not have been um the the loudest guys in the room before that um you, you just you you like i said it's what the, the 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 true the true person is going to come out some some learn from it some are humbled and they carry on mm-hmm. some at that point, try to figure out ways to absolutely stay out of running a mission. Um, witnessed that um, a few times, um, you know. But it's it, it 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 takes it takes everyone, and you really learn what it means to look after one another, um, even even within your your you know your your unit and beyond that. I mean, mm-hmm. because there's going to be a lot of times where you're working with with other units right. you know. they come in and do mm-hmm. stuff together mm-hmm. right wow that's interesting i was thinking here in first corinthians chapter nine of course the apostle paul there's there's lots of things we could talk about with endurance i don't know what you brought that you wanted to share today especially in relation to what we just talked about 
But like I mentioned earlier, I mean, you know, being in pastoral ministry now for almost 20 years and, you know, you see so much of what you've just talked about. Mm -hmm. And um, we just have such a need uh, for men, godly men, uh, to live God's way for God's glory. And part of that is going to be this aspect of training and and learning and applying these things to our lives and uh, being those men that aren't just simply wearing the, the uniform, but be those kind of men that can be trusted and relied on in the trenches of this battle that we're really in. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, and there's so many areas for us as men that we that we are um, accountable to God in our leadership within our own families and communities and churches and so on and so forth. And I mean, we don't have an overflowing um, number in any church of what I would call those brothers in arms. No, there's just, they don't exist. No, No. Um, I don't know where they are. Uh, There's a lot of men, but not those kind of men. Yeah. Um, And so I think that also emasculates the church. It it, it makes it inept in many ways. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I think we're seeing the consequences of some of those things, not only in our culture and marriages and in families and in the corruptness of of just even like our own government and all of that stuff. It's just we've lost so much of these things uh, that are so very valuable, so very, very important. And Paul does say this, do you not know that in a race all runners run? but only one receives the prize, so run that you may obtain it. Every athlete exercises self-control in all things. They do it to receive a perishable wreath, but we an imperishable. So I do not run aimlessly. I do not box as one beating the air, but I discipline my body and I keep it under control, lest after preaching to others, I myself should be disqualified. Um, The Apostle Paul here um, you know, over and over we read about endurance and the one thing that he would do, forgetting the past, pressing on, you know, all of these things in the Apostle Paul's life. And even at the very end there where you read about his, his end and he says, you know, basically this, I fought the good fight. So he was, he was in the battle. He mm-hmm. wasn't just a sideline guy. He wasn't wearing the uniform. He was a brother in arms. Sure. Yeah, that's what he did. His sucker was well, as gritty a, a guy that ever walked, but he probably physically, they say he probably wasn't the greatest size guy. Yep. And, you know, he wasn't that guy, but I promise you, he was about as gritty a man as you'd ever meet. Absolutely. Not only did he fight the good fight, but he kept the faith. I mean, there's there's an element there of endurance that we see in Paul. Yes, we know that Christ is also working in us, but we have an element where we see Paul, the apostle, he, he's enduring, man. I press on. I, I push on. I strain. There, there's an element where Paul says, I'm, I've, I've got a goal in mind, and I am moving toward that with everything I have within me. That's what I'm doing. I'm throwing off all the things that hinder. I'm running with perseverance this race that Christ has marked out for me. Mm-hmm. And then he says, the last thing is I've kept the faith, and then I finish the race. Yeah. You know? Well, well, and, and you know, in another way that he, he really endured was he, he endured in the sense of, of being a, a leader. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and it kind of goes back to, you know, your your uh, sermon this past Sunday on the on, you know, it's 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 important in, in what we say, but it's more important in the way that we we live. Yeah. And one of the key factors of a leader is leading by example. Hmm. And, you know, and, and I, I always look at Paul and I that's one of the things that amazes me because I don't even know that he necessarily viewed himself as a as a leader right 
um but he was he was um and it was the it was the men the it was the the men around him the people around him that put him in that position whether he whether he wanted to be there or or not they looked to him um you know Christ Christ chose him for that position for that very reason um and his his endurance whether he was captive on a ship Mm-hmm. Or he was uh, in prison, or he was in a church. He managed to lead all the way around him, and that's you, you want to talk about a, an endurance. Yeah. Um, because there, you know, there is no big, um, I guess, a, a, a secular reward mm-hmm. for that when you're sitting in the prison floor or you're in chains on a ship. Sure. Sure. But, but. Ultimately, in the end, because of the example that you are, the confidence that he had in his training mm-hmm. and the authority that it came from, even his own captors turned to him. Yeah, isn't that something? So, so to, to endure in that sense as a leader is phenomenal. It is phenomenal, isn't it? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So if you had anything else that you'd like to share with men um, today that are watching um, in, in, in any of these areas, in your own personal life, as a, as a husband, as a father... You know, as as a businessman, as you know, just as a man, um, anything else that you thought of that you'd like to say as we begin to wrap this podcast up? Because I'd like to do this for about another five hours. <laughs> <laughs> um, as a as a husband, as a father, um, in business, as a, just as a man of God, you know, in all of the, I guess I call them really hats that we wear. I wouldn't even notice they call it a hat, just the responsibilities that we have been given before God, um, that we're called to be those leaders. Yeah. That's what we're called to, and that's what we're accountable to God for. And so, you know, anything that you can think of that you'd like to share as we as we wrap up this particular podcast? Well, I mean, as, 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 as cliche as it may sound, um, put Christ first. I mean, put and and I don't mean that as a as a slogan, um, or a, or a, a, a something that you yeah something you slap on a t-shirt and parade around in. Um, put put Christ first in your life, and and when I when I say that, it needs to be representative in everything that you do, and if you have questions. Um, we, we have, we have the word of God to turn to, um, and, and I said, well, because one of the, one of the hardest things that I've ever endured, and it took me 40, 40 something years to get there was the, the truth. Looking for, the, and I don't want to. I don't want to say searching for the truth because you, you've got philosophers that live their whole life and they think that that's what life is about is the search for the truth. They can't even identify. But that. but if you can't identify the truth, all you're going to ever do is seek. Right. And there's, again, what's what's the what's the point in that? And and if you're living your life for Christ through Christ, um, you're you're going to understand your purpose. Your purpose as a man of Christ. Um, your role as a father, your role as a husband, and the the impression that you can leave on other people 
that may turn them to seek God, to seek Christ, and 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 allow um, the things that you've experienced that they can experience. And as a Christian, that's what we hope for. Mm-hmm. And and we're called to be that example. We we can't save that person, right. but we are called to be that example. That and 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 to share the good news and and to have these. Uh, these moments with these people and develop these relationships for Christ, in Christ, for His glory, and it's it is, for lack of an absolute better way of putting it, it is it is life changing in absolutely all the best ways. Um, so my advice to the viewers, to to men, to husbands, if you find yourself struggling, it's probably because you haven't put Christ first and if you don't understand what that means do the work do the training go to the manual turn to the word of god and and if you have questions that's what your brothers in christ are for that's that's what the body is for um you know it's it's the single greatest thing that's ever happened to me in my life and and i searched i searched for a long time um especially when i when i got back um, from Iraq, you, I, I say you, I don't know about anybody else, but I went through stages um, of a point of feeling like it was pointless, um, que- questioning, of course, the the existence of God. Um, what, what, why would I be important? What, what, you know, what, what role did I have or, or, uh, you know, wh- why did I matter? Um and then you know to the you you start to look um and i i i went through a phase of when i when i first um started to seek god and at the time i don't even know if i realized that's what i was doing yeah. but it was because of a, 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 my first brother in christ praying with me, uh, going hunting together, mm-hmm. that just, just the prayer and organic conversation about God's creation. Yeah. Um, he wasn't, he wasn't trying to flex knowledge on me. He <laughs> was, you know, it, it was, it was, it wasn't forced. It wasn't right. where do you stand, but it was almost like hearing things viewed through the eyes of somebody that knew God, mm-hmm. that knew Christ, mm-hmm. and then you start to question that. Well, what? <laughs> I want to see that. I, 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 I want to understand that <laughs> yeah, better. Yeah, no kidding. Um, and so then, you know, my my for me personally, my biggest hump was um, forgiveness. And and I'm sure, you know, I won't go into a lot of detail, a personal detail about it, but, you know, for me coming back for Iraq, you know, you're, you're wanting to be forgiven. Um, or you question, do I, do I need to be forgiven? I I went through that stage for a long time. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, well, if I, but pride, you know, if, 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 well, if I had known and, and as men, me personally, especially, man, pride, pride gets in the way of a lot of a lot of things, you know, and, and that's that's a big one to overcome. But, you know, I started off with, well, you know, if I'd have known that it was going to be this kind of a, a sin, 
you know, not really understanding, but going off of just what you hear men talk about. Mm -hmm. If I'd known that this was going to be this kind of a sin, I, I wouldn't have volunteered for this, you know? Um, and then as you start to read again, you, you start to turn to other men's understanding of this word. Yeah. Um, and so then I found myself looking for scripture to justify, mm-hmm. um, actions. You, you, you read men, you read, um, men's articles, um, where they, they talk about David and David was a man of war. And so you, you, you can be a Christian and be a man of war and, and, you you start to, I guess I started to feel better about it. But ultimately, when you are face to face with the saving grace of God, what you come to understand is it doesn't matter. Mm. It's all forgiven. It's all forgiven. You 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 confess yourself a sinner. You 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 truly repent. You you turn turn away. And I think even for me, my, my walk, um, it, it kind of started in obedience for lack of, of, of not knowing what to do. Um, you know, you I, I started cleaning up my mouth a little bit and, and, and things like that. But then you start to seek out people that you know are other Christians, my cousin. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he was the first one that ever sent me a devotional. He's the one that, that kind of guided me on a, a, the, a good study Bible and ex- kind of explained translations. Um, my, my mother and my father, I was watching things that they were going through and, and listening to whether they, whether they realized it was a testimony that they were giving. Right. Sure. That's what they were doing. Yeah. And little things like that. Um, you know, I, I look back on it now and I, God has had these people just chipping away at me, just chipping away at me. And, you know, it's, I, I look back on it now and it's just overwhelming almost. Um, the sovereignty of God's incredible. Isn't it, 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 it's in our life. It, amazing. it blows my mind. And as men, if you have truly experienced this and you understand what it means to experience God's grace and salvation and th- through through Christ why would you not want to share that with people right and 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 I get it I was one of those people you know you 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 view other Christian men and and they're soft mm-hmm. you know oh, they're yeah. they're they're wearing uh, dress shoes and dress slacks and you know they've got soft hands and you know, they don't, they, they're just not what I would have considered a a man, you know, they, they didn't hunt, they didn't fish. And so again, I allowed my pride to think, well, you know, does that mean that I've got to make myself (laughs) softer, you know, (laughs) but, but again, God, God's direction brought me to being, with brothers in Christ that are men, men that hunt, men that fish, you know, swearing and making crude jokes and getting drunk on the weekends. And that's not what makes you a man. Mm. And we're brought up to think that those things just go hand in hand. Mm. Whether, whether, whether we really believe it or not, it's just an accepted thing, you know? And, and, you know, (laughs) that's where the church has to get back to. I mean, 
the men in this book were men. They were they were fishermen. They were warriors. They were, you know, and they did it all in sandals, <laughs> you know. Um, so I would I would uh, say you know do everything in Christ, but also understand that you know Christ was a man. He wasn't he wasn't a a painting of this. No. This blue-eyed, strawberry blonde. Yeah, that's why I don't ever allow. Uh, no, oh, I know I, you've, I, and I love it. You, you know, you've you've said it before, said it mm. before, and so I, I, to me, I think that that's a that's a call. You know, Christian men need to make it known, and if you find yourself not not ashamed, I, I know plenty of men that if they were backed into a corner, would confess God in a heartbeat. But what I'm saying is be confident to the point that, that, you know, I don't have the, the, the world that we live in. I don't have to ask a man mm-hmm. if he's a fan of football, right? I can sit back and listen to him talk and maybe even see how he, he, he dresses and talk about the things that he watches and his, his hobbies. And you're just going, Oh, this guy's a fanatic. Yeah. Yeah. Why as men are we not, I mean, why aren't we that way about, our lives in Christ. Mm. Let's be, let's be that way. Let's let, let's be that way. If I come up to somebody and I ask, you know, who are you? What do you enjoy doing? Nobody has a problem spouting off that, that, uh, you know, I'm, I'm a Cowboys fan and, and I, I enjoy hunting and fishing and, and all these things. And then it's like, so where, where, where do you put Christ in your life? Oh, number one. Well, I didn't. I didn't hear him mentioned on that list that you just spouted off first thing, you right. know. So that's that's what I want. I, I I want I want that same kind of confidence, you know, that we have in other aspects of our life, whether it's our work or our hobbies. Or I, I want to see men that way for Christ, mm-hmm. because when you when you can come and project the Christian man, especially in today's world, because we're fighting it from all different angles. The mask the, the, the toxic masculinity, oh, the yeah. the beta male, yeah. the, the these these things that they are trying to force mm-hmm. um media is trying to push on people to to be popular and to be accepted. So it's you know, it, it's going to be an uphill climb. And, you know, I know a lot of men that that claim that they like challenges. Well, this is a big challenge. It is. It you know, is a big so challenge. let's 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 step up. Let's absolutely let's man up to this spot. Hey? So so that's when I what I say when I say put Christ first. Um, I know that was probably the long the, no, long, that's the long way stuff, of getting man. around to yeah, it, but no, but when really I say good. put Christ first, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Let let someone be able to stand back and and listen to you speak for a few minutes or in conversation, and know you're a you're a follower a follower of Christ. Right. Um, that, that, that's what's most important to you. Mm-hmm. Um, put Christ first. Yeah. <laughs> so it, like I said, it's not, it's not a bumper sticker. Right. It's not a t-shirt you wear. No. Um, you know, that, that stuff is. It's a life we live, man. Sure, sure, sure. You know, and I, I don't, I don't want to discourage anybody from wearing a, a t-shirt that says, you know, <laughs> faith alone in Christ. Right. That, that's great. But just understand that that's not. People should know that you're a Christian without the T-shirt. Absolutely. Man, that's good, Si. That's really good stuff. You know, the other thing I thought about, too, just in our discussion here, for some of the men that might be watching here, you know, they may 
be at a place in their life, whether um, it's just a young man trying to figure out life, maybe he's kind of come to the end of his rope on what he should do next. Maybe there's a man watching here today that's really struggling within his marriage on how he loves his wife and and uh, he's got issues there that he's trying to figure and solve. Maybe he's got a 16 or 17 year old son that's you know, living in the world and, and has rebelled against his teaching and instruction throughout his life. And maybe he's got a financial problem going on with his business and the dream he had to have a successful business is being strained and stretched over the last few years with COVID. And he just kind of found himself at a, at a wall. Mm -hmm. I think the advice that we can gain from what you were talking about is for these men is just to do what you know to do. Go back to the basics of mm -hmm. God's word. Yes. Just, just get back to it and keep putting one foot in front of the other and continue to serve Christ first and foremost in their life and get back to the basics of what we already know God has taught us and showed us in His Word as men. And uh, so if that's where you find yourself today, find encouragement that God has the answers for what we need and uh, we just need to do the basic things that we know. And uh, maybe that's where you're at. So I hope you can find some encouragement in that today as well. Um, man, this has been a great time. Oh, I enjoyed it. I, I feel like, I, yeah, I feel like I did all the talking. So, well, that's the point of having a guest on, isn't it? Yeah, I always do talking. So, it's really nice to. That's the whole point of hosting is not to talk the entire time, but to to hear what what you have to share and the value that you bring through life experience. Um, not only that, but life in Christ now as a brother. Amen. Uh, amen for that, huh? Yes. Yeah, so anyway, thank you guys so much for taking time to spend a few uh, few minutes with us here. I um, want to thank you, Cy, brother, for being here today. Thank you for we're, having me. We're going to do this again. Absolutely. Right. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed yeah, we've it. got a lot of things we want to talk about, share, um, whether it's hunting, fishing, uh, just man stuff. So my encouragement to you is, men, um, stay gritty. And uh, put Christ first, as Sai has already said. Thank you guys for watching. We'll see you next time around.